Welcome to Two Girls, One Film, a brand new podcast brought to you by hosts Lindsay Feng and Annabelle Cohen. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> My name is Lindsay Feng. My name is Anbok Welcome to our brand new podcast, Two Girls, One, one film. film. Yeah. yeah. Today we are coming at you live from Tamar Park in Admiralty um, in Hong Kong. And Milety. Yes, <laughs> correct. It's Milety. Um, it's a beautiful day, it's sunny, the birds are tweeting, the children are running. I will be tweeting later. Mm. Mm. I see, I see. Oh. Yeah, um, I guess we're gonna start off with a little, um, introduction recap. slash recap. Yeah. Um, well both of us are 17 at this point. Yep. You know, we're not, we're not necessarily film connoisseurs. We're just trying our best. I just recently kind of got into this because of all this time during this um, COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. I am I am taking on new hobbies. I am just, you know, enhancing my film viewership. And as a result, we are introducing this podcast where we discuss things not necessarily professionally, but we are trying. We are trying. Yeah, and I'll add to that. Um, <laughs> Lindsay and I began with an interest of photography, specifically mm-hmm. film photography, mm-hmm. where we both, I think we have the same eye, right? Mm-hmm. We like, like yeah. the same things, pretty much like visually appealing, but nostalgic in a way. Mm-hmm. So we have similar views, but also I think we have different film tastes, which helps. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Yeah. So that's just a little introduction. I hope that was helpful. Um, uh, yeah, how was your week? <laughs> My week was great. Recently, I've been doing a lot of embroidery. Mm. Like, I'm embroidering uh, this, like, huge album cover, Clara Carbonito. Oh, wow. Cover. I'm going to hang it in my room so people know that I'm cool. Wow. Yeah. That's but, amazing. Yeah, so I was doing that while I was watching the movie that we were talking about, documentary that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to say, I wasn't really looking at the screen a lot. <gasps> I was looking at it, but like I was. You know what? At it. it is very vocal, though. Yeah, it is. It's like, even though it's really well shot, I don't think it's like for the cinematography mm-hmm. person. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Yeah. But other than that, I've been trying to get ten thousand steps every day because I, mm. my whole family is obsessed with step counts, <laughs> especially my father. Yeah. Oh, I've I, been looking into universities too. Oh, really? Well, that's not very fun, but yeah. you know. Good for you and your family on those step counts. Thank you. Um, my family also loves step counts. We're we go on family walks, yeah. you know. Well, none of us really want to go. Mm-hmm. My mom just wants to go on walks, but me, me and Patrick are just like, no, no, not really. But you know, we still go sometimes. Recently, um, you know, I'd like to say my summer has been very event- eventful and very offensive. fun. I thought you were going to say offensive. Oh, nope. None of that here, but I'd like to say it's been amazing, cool, you know, great so far. But right now, I'm at the point where school's about to begin yeah. again. And but you're staying here. Yes, I am, yeah. and because of the coronavirus. But I'm working through 
all of my summer summer homework and it is it is not fun ap bio i don't know what phospholipids are oh do you God, know what I a cell help. membrane is because I, I don't i can't help you i stopped learning science like uh -huh. <laughs> like i haven't done any science for like a whole year oh my God. and the last science i remember doing was marine biology so okay well that's sort of interesting yeah, exactly it was interesting but it was biology so it was the easiest science and uh -huh. it was like Basically, we did one. Maybe I told you this, but one time we dissected a fish, and it was the last period. Uh -huh. It was like really like fishy and stinky and everything. Uh -huh. And I went to Genki and had to have sushi afterwards. <laughs> oh my goodness! What a what a transition. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't I said sound. pescatarian. I'm not pescatarian. Oh, fun fun fact. No. Oh, I won't mention their name, but yeah, Spade I know in. someone who's a pescatarian, but. You know, this this podcast will be for the public, so mm -hmm. we won't disclose what that is information. The, what is the information about? Oh, it's oh. aesthetic. Yeah, they're just a pescatarian. You pes just know a pescatarian. I yeah. also know a pescatarian. I haven't met very many. Mm. Most people I know eat meat. I mean, I know some vegetarians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. They're great. They're amazing. I love vegetarians a lot. Same. Yeah. Okay, I think they have great personalities. Okay, I think we can move on from that subject. But yeah, my summer, we're we're working on it, but it's gonna be over in five. Do you days. actually go five days? Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm going back in two weeks. So, you know what? You're. I'm so jealous though. You have like two whole weeks. But so, but have you actually been able to get work done? Because I try to get work done and I just don't. Can't do it. Um. See, well, I try my best, and I have, like, some moments where I'm really productive, but, like, because it is summer, I just don't really feel, like, motivated as much to, like, be in focus. Like, I'm still doing all my work, but it's just, like, do I really want to be doing this, or could I be, like, watching Queer Eye? Oh my god, you watch Queer Eye? Yes, it's like, okay, I have specific shows that I can only watch when I'm eating something. Oh my god, that's true. Queer Eye? It's but like the, tr it's not I trash. I finished it though. But it's like. So I don't want to watch it again. Really? It's, it's mindless. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, mindless shows. Have you watched the Japanese ones? Oh yeah, I've watched all of those. so cute. It was kind of cute. And um, Queer Eye, Gossip Girl. I've never watched Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl I, mean, I is watched like, one episode, I'd never gotten into it's it. It's so there. stupid, but it's like a good eating show. Like when I'm having like a snack. My eating show is like my I don't, I don't have a go-to one but if i'm on a plane and i'm watching mm -hmm. something and the food comes you know mm -hmm. the airplane mm -hmm. food i'm watching modern family <laughs> modern family really yeah i don't know why. oh my god i've never watched modern family but oh, it's really? it's been actually it's, it's i don't really think it's a good show i think it's horrible <laughs> but it's like i kind of know the characters but mm -hmm. i know someone who like loves it and like watched every season and i'm like Okay. Oh, no taste. <laughs> Just kidding. Just, sorry, person. You know, a lot a lot of people are like that. I think it's hard for people to be like us, you know. <laughs> we have a whole podcast now. I know. We're just we're just on another level. Well, I think it right now is a good time for us to segway. transition into segway. Boy segway. State. Swagway. Yeah. Oh my god, we can swagway. 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 Oh, swagway. swagway. <laughs> I was trying to land that joke for oh ages. Goodness. You didn't hear me. Anyway, that's Swagway. Um, okay. Yeah. So, Boy State um, is directed, directed by, by Jesse Moss and Amanda, Amanda McBain. McBain. 
Um, and the synopsis goes, in an unusual experiment, 1,070-year-old boys from Texas joined together to be a representative government from the ground up. Mm. See, very interesting already. Yeah. See, I've had my eye on this movie for a bit. Like, I saw the trailer come out. A24. On, yeah, the A24 yeah. YouTube, and I was like, I want to watch this. And, like, I feel like the synopsis doesn't really give a full picture, so I'm just going to explain what this whole, like, situation is. Like, Boy State is um, a yearly sort of one-week-long summer camp mm-hmm. um, that takes place in different um, American states. And this one specifically focuses on Texas. And each year, each of these, like, um, camps or whatever... Um, is split into two. Yes. They have, like, two sides, two political parties. Yeah. Um, the Federalists and yeah, the Nationalists. Of the, um, of the boys. So they're split into 550 and 550. Um, and basically, they just have to work to form their own government, which is very interesting. Yeah. And then and, they um, elect a governor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they... They elect um, a state house representative, which is what I think it is, I'm not sure, and a governor, which is the highest position. Um, but yeah, there are four main characters. Mm-hmm. The first one is Renee Otero. Okay, let's talk about the four of them first. Yeah. Before the documentary started, I like read an interview online that the documentary makers mm-hmm. found like three of the four main guys beforehand, which, which is three? pretty insane because like given the given how the story went and yeah, how far the characters so went crucial, yeah very crucial, and like, they like found the them thing. beforehand which i think is like really uh, yeah it was very hard insane. for me to believe that this was not like um written this was not like a screenplay mm-hmm. i thought it, it was like so i mean whatever um art imitates life life oh. imitates art <laughs> But yeah, it was really, I thought it was literally, I cried at the end. I know, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, yeah. It, yeah, it just, it kind of played like a real movie. It was really insane. Like, well, it is a real movie, but yeah. like, um. <laughs> no, I just thought it was like a mockumentary sort of like. Yeah. Scripted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And are you saying the four characters? Oh yeah, the four characters. The ones that were found beforehand were... Stephen Garza, Robert McDougall, and Ben Feinstein. And the one that was found just like in the middle was Rene Otero, Mm -hmm. who was discovered by the filmmakers while he was giving his state house representative speech. And that's when he became one of the core characters, which is really interesting to me. Mm. And yeah, basically, I guess the environment is just like really conservative because it is in Texas so like all of their a lot of their debates a lot of their discussions are sort of based on conservative views yeah um and I feel like they didn't really get that deep into it um, just like oh um guns abortion oh yeah yeah that's what the, the bulk of the speeches were mm-hmm. and like most of their views I didn't agree with Robert views are so weird. I know. I know. Why did he? I mean. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Robert for a second. Robert was like um, the most stereotypical like Texas guy in the um, film, and like we kind of. I mean, I kind of 
predicted his journey mm-hmm. as like um, you know just like a regular old Texas guy but he kind of surprised me in between you want to talk about that yeah, like, no, and he, his, his whole speech was like um I'm pro-life and I love guns and like but at the end he was like no in like the side uh-huh. interview he was like oh those weren't my um those weren't my opinions and those are not reliefs it was like i'm actually pro choice and i actually i don't think he said anything about guns did he yeah no he didn't say anything about guns but that pro choice part really shocked me i mean it's just the way that he's willing to lie to um like garner the um acceptance of the crowd like Mm -hmm. Like what he yeah. said at the end, like oh I should have played this differently. Like yeah. it's like how he believes it's a game mm-hmm. and shit. Like I think they all believe it's a game. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think it's also representative of like the American government right now. Mm-hmm. I mean personally, I am not American, no, but I feel like I am very educated in American politics. Um, no, I, I mean not I, in the sense that I think all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Finish. Not in the sense that I think all my viewpoints are like correct, but I feel like I've done sufficient research to understand have a judgment. Like both sides. Yes. yes. And one of the articles I read was how it was sort of like reminiscent of the um, 2016 presidential run. Yeah. Where, um, Stephen is more like a Hillary figure, mm-hmm. and not necessarily saying that Eddie is a Trump figure, but um, like with Ben's um, willingness to like deceive, because he did that thing. I don't know what it was when Renee and Eddie were okay. Eddie was doing that. Speech oh yeah, the whole yeah. Crowd, I know and then you're like, about. I don't know what it is though. Yeah. Okay. Basically, I think it was just that um, he, they were like, because Renee stepped in yeah. when Eddie was about to do like a Q and A. Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Ben was like, that's bias. Yeah. So they had that whole thing. It was actually... No, because it was... The thing... The Q&A was supposedly not... It was not allowed in the thing that they were doing. Yeah. It was, like, against the rules. So, yeah, Ben was like, that's bias. And, like, make everyone think that Renee and the nationalists were, like, the opposition. Yeah. Made them, like, the villain. Yeah, see, I definitely thought that was like a turning point um in the film and i i think definitely ben was in the wrong for that part i think he should i think he should have the ability to call renee out but to like take it that far to where it became like a sense it's like public hum- humiliation essentially for renee and the way that they made that instagram account i know oh my god can we talk about like the, that was a national impeach too. renee oh and the racism <laughs> okay impeach renee let me talk about that for a second. That was so that was, stupid. That was hilarious to me because when they actually were like fully voting on like whether or not to impeach Renee, like five people stood up. Dude, and then and like, Renee and, was, and everyone was like, boom. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but then the racist stuff came out on the Insta- Instagram. Yeah. Um, and that was just like not okay. Kind of shocking. But Renee takes it well. Yeah. Renee is a king. I mean, just to show what people are like how people are willing to hide between social media behind mm-hmm. social media and the internet yeah sure. but shifting back to Ben what are your thoughts on him I don't know at the beginning I I didn't have a huge liking towards him he just <laughs> I don't yeah. know I think he has sort of an intense energy yeah he does and also you know 
while I don't agree with his political views, I will say I think he's the the most well spoken out of all of them. I think he gives like really strong arguments and he has his points back backed up and he strategizes well, which is honestly I think that's Was why he they gonna won. run for governor at the beginning yeah. and then just switched to state something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see that that was like kind of good for him. I think I think that was the right move. I feel like that people would have thought he was too serious. Because mm-hmm. I mean, didn't they the previous year they they chose to secede? Uh, Texas oh yeah, West. yeah. So I feel like <laughs> it, it was all completely very serious and like to the point. Like Ben is, he's very factual mm-hmm. and like. No, like, I feel like he mm-hmm. genuinely thinks it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody would be like, There's, there needs to be some sort of banter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There was banter in between, like, when they were passing on the laws and they started <laughs> went, going crazy. Like, ban all Prius drivers. Um, <laughs> no pineapple on pizza, which is, like, oh, typical. That was, that was typical banter. That was yeah, I know. Nice jokes. Good jokes. It was, it was fantastic. I loved it. Ben, I'm iffy iffy about him um personality wise and like just politically but um argument argument wise he is fantastic and Mm -hmm. i have one quote to share from renee who had one of the best uh some of the best one-liners in his like interviews and it was that he he, it was like after he he and ben had that altercation and he was like i believe Mm -hmm. ben is an excellent politician but that's not necessarily a compliment either, <laughs> which is like, which is so true. Like yeah. there are so many politicians that are very great, but mm, are they are they good people necessarily? Are they um, reflecting good values? That's something to be debated upon, and I think that's what Ben is. Mm. Just a little bit controversial, <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh yeah, let's talk about Eddie. Yeah, Eddie wasn't really highlighted, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't, I don't even really think I heard what he had to say. Yeah, I think it's because he wasn't one of the yeah one of the main, the main char- characters. But it seemed like he had very oh, oh, wear your mask. Oh, oh, wear your mask. <laughs> Since you guys don't have visuals, you can. She just got like told off for not wearing a mask. Some people just don't know how to like be safe in environments. Like, I, I not me, cause I keep my mask on, but some You're people- You're not even covering your nose or mouth. <laughs> well, I'm giving the illusion. No, I can do this. I have this thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, Eddie. Um, Eddie, yeah, we don't know much about him cause he's not one of the main characters, but I wish they showed more stuff about him. But I think he was, Against guns, was he? Um, no, he was pro gun, oh, pro what? life. Um, but the thing is, here's the twist. Here's the twist. I searched him up yeah. on TikTok, um, on his Instagram after, and I found his TikTok, and he's like a full blown liberal. Really? Like he is so liberal. He hates Trump. So that makes me wonder, like, what was, was that what he was really like suppressing? Yeah, what was he thinking throughout his whole campaign? Was he like Robert, you know? Was he in a whole Robert situation? I'm not gonna lie, I was attracted to Robert. Oh my god. You know what, I was a little bit too. But, but then- not much, did you say that? Yeah, 
Right now he has a shaved head. He does? Oh wait, no, because he's in the military now, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, we knew that was going to happen. But yeah, I thought he was detracting in the beginning when they were all like getting the um, signatures for the petition. Oh, he was like going on the push-ups. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! And they were like, and Robert did. I think he did the best. I think he's the most charismatic. Yeah. And like the rest of them are, Stevens more soft-spoken. We haven't speaking. We haven't even spoken about. We haven't speaking about Stoven. (laughs) Okay. Make fun of me now. You're co-host of this podcast. Yeah. I'll leave this podcast. You can podcast on your own. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Steven. Okay, Steven. Oh my god. When when um, Robert was like Stephen Garcia. <laughs> oh my god, that was so awkward. So bad. <laughs> and Stephen was like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's fine." <laughs> yeah, Stephen. I. He. Good for him. Honestly, I think he's definitely the protagonist of yeah. the story. Um. He's this is mostly from his perspective. Yeah. And because, he, he, like, you know, always rooting for the underdog. Mm-hmm. With him, first of all, finding it hard to get 30 signatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go with him to see his speech where he starts off very soft spoken and then becomes mm-hmm. very passionate, mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah, he is. He is. All, all of these people, all of these boys are very, very well spoken and very eloquent. It is insane to me that these 17 year olds can speak at that capacity because I could never. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe if I really tried. Actually, I feel like debate club is like this. It's a like huge debate. Club. I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Yeah. But I had my own political run. Did you? Um, the past year at my school. Um, I ran for soon gov. It was very last minute. But I went up and I was like, I gave I gave a speech and it was about scooters and how my scooter was like it just kept getting stolen on campus and I was not having it anymore. Um, and yeah, look who fucking won, me. That's right. So maybe I do have speak speech skills. You have speak skills. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyway, did you make any changes to the school? Um, well, not really, because what does SoonGov do? I don't you know? know. I don't know. Did it have any impact? Well, um, we had, um... Did you have, like, scooter lockers? One of our major, um, things throughout the year is candy cane selling during Christmas. So we would sell candy canes and, like, um, with notes on them, and we'd put them in people's mailboxes. Actually, so. no, thinking about that, what, what is... I know that student councils and like student bodies whatever are like good to like have make children think they have like a sense of control but mm-hmm. they, honestly they don't do anything they really don't they, do they really don't i'm not running again because i was just like that was just for fun for me personally i didn't think i was gonna win like i really didn't but i was just like you know what fuck it like i've been i've been quiet in the school i've been mm. like on the down low. People need to know who I am. <laughs> People need to, I need to know my rap. Yeah, that's definitely like probably my defining moment mm-hmm. in in school at least. People know me as the scooter girl now. In CIS I was Dorito girl. Dorito girl and TV girl. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. But now I'm different. I think I'm I was just girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Should we say in the school or not? Oh my gosh. Can we talk about um, 
my first memory of you oh, in CIS. Okay. Well, I okay. I don't know if you remember this, but no. you're seven cross country. Are you serious? I fucking tripped over the fucking rock in front of me. And it was like, it was the, the ground was kind of soggy and wet and I tripped and my knee went. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. And you people kept running knee? past. No, I didn't split it, but oh, it was oh, like, okay. it was like bloody. Oh, really bloody? Yeah, really bloody. And people, I was just like sitting on the ground, hugging my knee, crying. <laughs> I was like sobbing. And people were running past me and shit. They would like give were me you a look in the of front? sympathy. No, I was like in the middle. But people were running past me. You're lucky I wasn't faster than you. Can I continue? Oh, yeah. And they were looking at me. And they would like give me a look of sympathy and mm. keep running. Like, oh, I'm sorry yeah. that you hit your knee really bad and you're complaining. I know. And I just be like, but I have Hello? to win this cross country. Guess who stopped? Who was it? Guess who stopped? Me. You. Oh my gosh. I don't know why. Insane. What the kindness. What did I do? You. You. I just remember you sitting there and you were like, "Are you okay?" We're gonna find someone. It was you, Denise, and um, Rick. Oh. Mhm. Oh, yeah. that's a lovely group. Mhm. Yeah, that's one of my first CIS recollections. And Are you serious? Yeah. And um, after yes, that, yeah, I have a story to. T- I have a story after that as well. Of it's me? like, no, not of you, oh, but wow. right after I fell, you know, you guys left, and Miss Bolton came, <laughs> and she like came to patch up my knee or anything. No, I walked, but guess who else was injured? Lizzie. That motherfucker wheelie. Aww. Uh, uh, What do you mean, aww? We were were wobbling to the finish line. (laughs) That's cute. And we were close to the end. Did she beat you? Guess what she fucking did? She started picking up her speed. She went, and I was like, sir, (laughs) we're both injured. And guess who got last place that year? I did. You know what? I I think I know why I stopped. Because I didn't want to run. <laughs> what was I, was, I was like crapping up, like oh, cross country. Who who invented cross country? Mm. Like why? Yeah. Okay, moving on back to Boise State. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're looking at a mother taking pictures of a baby. It's not funny, but it is. You know what? I saw another baby, like, up there mm. that was, like, in a bush. And, like, the <laughs> oh. father was just, like, looking at it. Who's it was, at it? it was, like, way up there, but it was in a bush, and it was, like, playing. Just, like, in a bush like that. Oh, I think my first memory of you was French Moss. Really? I, I barely remember, remember French. I don't know. I just know you were French Moss. I didn't know anything else. French was not fun. I, I feel like I barely understood because I didn't put any effort into it. I got good grades. I think I got decent grades, but they weren't great because I, I did not love French. <laughs> but I love the French. Mm. The French. Are, <laughs> the no. French are fantastic. French men are good looking. Do you know any other French men? <laughs> I'm thinking right now. I'm sure I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, he was something else. <laughs> something else. We, we, we chef. <laughs> but yes, um, back to Boy State. Yeah, back to Let's me. see. Oh yeah, I guess just with the nationalists and federalists, I think the nationalists just sort of came out to be 
the more liberal group out of mm-hmm. both of them based on who they elected. Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting in reflection to like, after you know the full picture, um, that it's interesting to know that the people who, most of the people who rose to the top were liberals and in an extremely conservative environment. So I think that's very admirable. Yeah. Um, go them, go Steven, go Renee, go Eddie even, mm-hmm. you know, like, that was, that was insane. That if he was like faking all of that, that's like some Oscar yeah. level performance shit. Cause like he went up and he fucking won. Like he won that shit. That's insane. But is, is Ben the same now? Um, Ben is probably the same. Never heard, didn't hear anything about him, but I, I'm pretty sure he's conservative. Like very concerned. It's very cheeky how they brought up the March for Our Lives. Um, oh Steven. yeah, the March for Our Lives. Yeah, I thought you know what? Um, I thought Robert was gonna about to like call Stephen out. Oh, you thought he's gonna really be against him? But no, it's yeah. really nice how he. I mean, it's not nice. It's sort of. I don't know why I'm making him like a white savior. No, it <laughs> should be that he is um, backing up his fellow nationalists mm-hmm. and what's mm-hmm. the word? I can't think of the word when you like back out but you still support them i, I have no idea but yeah i agree i think he really showed up for the nationalists and yeah i think he he steven and renee sort of made a good trio i would say i didn't see much of him and renee but him no, and I steven i think i think he showed his support and that was all that matters and but I don't think he's a very, I, I wouldn't call him the smartest. No. That's what I would say. When he was trying to write his speech, I was like, uh. He like, was really looking for someone else to help. I, I know, you know? Like I he know. He wanted it to be gross written. I know. And he was like, and he was trying to come up with a name. And it was this whole long ass, <laughs> like, phrase. Like, uh, what? Moral government for yeah. foisting. Yeah, oh my gosh. And, like, everyone else was like, no, I don't think so. And he, in the end, he convinced himself that he was right. So yeah, but I think he he has the best character development. Yeah. I would say. I saw your letterbox. Um, oh, review. oh my gosh! Thank you. Yeah. Had so many things to say about um, this movie. Yeah. Are you saying it now? I am saying it now. I'm getting all these things out, which oh, is you know fantastic. What I really enjoyed. What'd you enjoy? The uh, music. Mm. Oh yeah, the music was very really good. good. I agree. I think it that it came at the right moment. A lot of fast tempo mm-hmm. drums, a really mm-hmm. good percussive yeah. to like and stimulate the nervousness. Yeah, and like I I think the most the thing that I remember most is the tinta. Um, you know what I mean? Dun-dun? It's like yeah, it's like more intense than what I can like vocalize. But it was like uh, it was like cymbals or something. When was it? Um, like, it was just, like, throughout, yeah. No, yeah, I think, um, the music really helped in, like, the storytelling, because in the beginning, it's very, like, you know, introducing the characters, Mm -hmm. and, like, if it's a certain character who's very agitated, and, like, I think Ben's was quite quick, Mm -hmm. because he's very, like, I feel like he's very nervy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... And like Stevens, I think it was like he was saying hi to everybody on the bus. It was really yeah. sweet, and nice, and slow. But yeah, I, I agree. Like I think the cinema, the cinematography, yeah, could have been a little bit better. 
That's but also you have to consider. I think, I think the cinematography of a documentary could have been better. Okay. It was so shaky. The handheld okay. camera. You know what? It really could have. Like sometimes the focus was like not good. Oh. Like they. It was very very. Okay. I'm not gonna. The f stop was very low. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's open aperture or closed mm-hmm. aperture. It's one of the mm-hmm. two. Anyway. Yeah. It was very. It's either one thing isn't focused. Yeah. Or the whole thing is blurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the scene of Stephen calling his mom at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps that it was um, really only focused on Stephen because you don't have to, you don't see the rest, mm-hmm. and that made it really emotional. Mm-hmm. Yes, words. Yes, I love it. I love it. But yeah, why don't we talk about Stephen a little more? Because we didn't really talk about him. Oh, can I say something? Lot. Yeah. Else about the cinematography. Yeah. The one of the my favorite bits of the cinematography was the beginning before they introduced any of the characters mm-hmm. there was like the bit where it's, they were it's the process of interviewing the people who want to go to voice state mm-hmm. but it was, it was like random people uh-huh i really liked it because it was like um the camera was like on directly facing the person and there would mm-hmm. be like the interview uh interviewers yeah sitting on the table mm-hmm. and the interviewers at the end mm-hmm. and it was just like a montage of that with different people mm-hmm. And the talent show also, I like oh that. Oh my gosh, yeah, too. I agree, I agree. That part was good. The talent show was kind of funny. I was like, like why is there a talent show? I know, I know. I don't really I understand. celebrating the arts, Okay, sure. it's, like, <laughs> it's like insane when you try to factor in like how how tight their schedule is. Because this all takes place in no, six we, days, oh, I think. Oh, yeah, six literally weeks. six days. And they're they're like probably sleeping for like what three hours a day so these like politicians are just like they just keep getting crazier throughout the week and it's just like really evident and yeah the talent show they throw in these little things that are like i wonder if people people go to boy state just to be in the talent show oh my god not to run or anything (laughs) they just want to be in the okay wait okay but what about the other like 400 like 800 people like what are they doing they're serving I'm, as citizens. Like, what else I know. Are they doing? I know. I know. There are like other roles, like attorney general or whatever. I don't yeah, really know the so terminology. many people. But there's are they just so like the many jury and like. I think they're just there, yeah. like for fun. Like uh, maybe they just want to be part of something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is not. Honestly, I kind of want to have an experience like that. Like there's a girl state. I heard. Yeah. I I would like to see what that's about. You know. Um, whether it's more ruthless, more scary, more um, intense, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it sounds interesting. I hope there's a follow-up one for Girl State. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, Steven. Back yeah. to Steven. My king. I think, okay, overall my favorite character is Renee. But I yeah, think Renee. I I think Steven resonates with me because I feel like... Um, He's the most humble. Actually, I think my favorite is Steven. Your favorite is Steven? Yeah. Yeah. I can... I, I respect that, too. <laughs> Thank you. Steven is a king. Um, I was really rooting for him throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I think the movie makes it... Obviously makes it that way. Um, and I think... I really... I think my politics align with his. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I admire his... I guess, how do I say this? I mean, it's 
like we said multiple times, like Stephen is a liberal in a heavily conservative environment. It's hard to like rise to the position yeah. of governor nominee. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you okay? Yeah, one time I was going through that going down that hill. I was you just walking. Oh, oh, oh. I just and this girl, she had a skateboard and her, she let go of it, and the skateboard just hit me on my ankle. Jesus. Yeah, that was painful. But yeah, Steven, I really respect him. And um, I think people were coming for him at a lot of times. Like, they were coming for Renee as yeah. well. But I feel and, like not as much. Yeah. And you know what? I think people um, in Boy State respected him as well, um, which was interesting because... The, their politics didn't necessarily align, but um, they and still found ways to. Yeah, they still found ways to like agree with each other, and mm. he still found ways to like sway other people to um, uh, to uh, support him. And I think that's really insane because like I, it just shows how good of a politician he is. Because he never really, I don't think he ever really explicitly gave up no, his, like, no. oh, like, I'm a Democrat. Oh, I'm extremely progressive. But he was, like, I think he was good in the sense that he never let go of his true inner, I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean. did he say in one of his speeches, I'm pro-gun, I am Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. He never said it. I don't think he ever said anything about anti-abortion, oh, but he definitely said pro that pro-gun part. And I think that's because he succumbed to the pressure a little bit mm-hmm. of the March for Our Lives thing. Sure. And I think he can, I don't know. I don't think he agrees with that. I think he just said that, honestly. So I guess, yeah, I guess you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, that just goes to show how much lying there is in politics. Yeah. And in general, honestly. Not even in now, and you know what? This came at um at an interesting time. You know, um, American elections yeah. coming up soon. Please vote if you're American. Please vote. I can't vote. Um, but yeah. Um, I do you want to talk about the ending for a little the bit? The ending. Yeah, was- the ending of Boy State. What do you think of it? What was the ending? <laughs> like just the. No, well, is there anything after Stephen calls his mom? Um, I think that's what I meant by... Oh, that, that's the Yeah. Thing. Well, yeah, I mean... It's one thing for, like, guys to show emotion. I mean, like, yeah, let's unstigmatize um, male... You know, it's not feminine. But, like, males also deserve to show emotion. Mm-hmm. And there should be, like macho male um, mm-hmm. image but I don't think that was something that should be like focused on the ending it's just more about like Steven coming to terms with like his like success not in the way of the, that he got the position of governor mm-hmm. but that he's been respected by his fellow what was pupils people's peers peers yeah and it was just really touching to see him like it was a very vulnerable moment not that he wasn't vulnerable in other moments of mm-hmm. the documentary but that was the most that was a moment where I felt Stephen 
could be really like really I could really empathize with him as a yeah. character. I I fully agree. I I kind of like teared up at that part because I was like really sad. Like I feel I think throughout the whole movie, I think I definitely knew. I I assumed that Eddie was gonna win. Did you? I thought Stephen was gonna win. really because I feel like these movies just kind of like have a turn. I don't know. The ending is not always like what you, what you want it to be. Ending. Yeah. So I. Yeah, I kind of saw it. I kind of braced myself for it, and yeah, when that happened, I was like, "Oh, oh poor Steven. It was, it was like not. It was, it was quite a sad moment when Steven was like, "You know what? I think he took it very well, though. He went yeah. around, and everyone was like, "You're amazing, dude." And Steven was like, "Thanks. Like, I ran this campaign, um, true to my heart." Um, genuinely and I'm proud of what I've done here and I'm like go you yeah. it's not about the winning you and know on the other hand Robert was like I should have played it differently <laughs> <laughs> Robert was just funny honestly mm-hmm. but okay Robert campaigned for um, Steven pretty well like yeah. once he started endorsing him he was like that's the word around. endorsing that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah see he he went around and he was like you guys heard about Steven you guys should <laughs> vote for the nationalists. So I think he was good in that sense. He's not a good, like, he's very charismatic. And that's what he should be doing. He should be networking. <laughs> he should be, he should not be giving speeches. He should be going around telling other people what to, who to vote for. Because he's very talented in that sense. He's going to, um, oh, no, I was going to say headhunting. But that's not really. Mm. I'll give him that. I, I liked him. You know, he gave he gave a real turnaround. But I think that's sort of that's sort of all I have to say on this. Okay, last thing. Last thought. Um I think Renee's State House representative speech was very, very good. Like yeah. I think I don't think the I didn't really pay attention to the substance of it as much uh, as you know his mannerisms and, yeah, how and his, was, the way his voice yeah, was projecting. I know and, it was it was crazy. I was like, it, it was powerful. It was amazing. Uh, Renee really shined in that moment, and yeah, I'm I'm very. I respect Renee. I really do respect him, mm. and I think he is extremely intelligent. Um, very very smart and i would like to be friends with him so renee (laughs) renee if you hear this like you're you're not you're probably not because so far we have about two listeners two listeners um but you know we can dream we can dream um so yeah renee shout out to you steven shout out to you robert i guess you too um ben like yep yeah i gave you some compliments I gave you some. But yeah, other than that, that's about it. Any final thoughts from you? No. <laughs> I feel like we pretty much exhausted all the all the topics for this movie. So yeah, moving on to the Q&A session, which... Will you stop? Or will I stop? Let's, let's explain the segment for yeah. a second. So, listeners, <laughs> please, you know our... Uh, social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my Instagram. My Instagram is <laughs> at L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-F-N-G. 
Mine is double A N N A B E L C O H E N. Please follow us, like, share, subscribe, buy our merch. No, um, we don't have merch. <laughs> well, they they should if we do have merch, buy it yeah. in the future. Um, come to our shows, come to our concerts. Um, yeah, so just support us, you know, donate money to us so we can keep this podcast running. Um, hopefully, yeah, share it out. If you know any, like, um, spo- companies that need sponsor. Yeah, sponsors. we're very happy to shout out some. Yeah, like Squarespace, if you hear this. Honey, we'll have you. honey, definitely. <laughs> honey, Manscaped will do you, too. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're all open here. Oh, we'll even do it for like, we'll do it for two hundred Hong Kong dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know that's a fair price. So yeah, if you hear this, we're we're happy to support you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, moving on to the Q and A segment. Since we only have about two fans right now, we'll just be um, asking, asking questions, questions to, to each, each other. other. No exactly. Way. Okay, you want to start? Also, I have I had a question in mind. If you had, if you had to have one celebrity play oh you in your life movie, regardless of ethnicity, race, whatever, who would you think is best? Fit oh for wow! That role? Wow, that's really interesting. I never mm-hmm. ever think about myself like as someone worthy. Really? To be. Oh my god! Literally, um, everyone thinks of themselves like that. I though. don't. I don't. You know what? I think of myself as a side character. I feel like yeah. I'd make a very good side character. Like I want it. I want to be the main character, but I feel like I know I'm not. So, yeah. I feel like I could be the classmate. <laughs> the classmate. <laughs> can be janitor number can be one. Be the peanut butter to my jelly. <laughs> extra. Yeah, no, yeah. I could, I could be extra number thirty-one. <laughs> um. Okay. Let me think. If. Uh, um, <laughs> you got this. Okay, wait. The first person that came to mind was Saoirse Ronan because I Ooh. saw um, the new movie. I didn't see it. I saw the trailer to the new movie with her and Kate Winslet. Oh, what movie? It's um, I don't know, Animorphs or something like that. Oh, never heard of it. Um, because I saw some. I was on Twitter and I saw some comparisons between that film mm-hmm. and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Mm-hmm. So, Portrait of Lady Fire is insane. I haven't watched it. It's on my watch Wa- Watch it in theaters. I don't think I can. Yeah, no, you can't. And you can't anymore. But I watched Did you it, watch like, it on Hong Kong? Yeah, I watched it like two months ago. Oh, it was still sh- playing. Um, yeah, it was It was really, really good. I recommend it. Can't recommend it enough. But yeah, Saoirse Ronan, I can see that. That's can a good, you? I can. I think the Saoirse Ronan. Oh, you know who Saoirse- I want? I want Bobby Ferreira. Bobby Ferreira. Oh my god, you're so right. Barbie Ferreira is my favorite. I I loved her. I followed her like two years before Euphoria. Really? Yeah. Really? What was she? Uh, what was she? She was modeling. Famous? Really? I just found her. I don't know that. Yeah, she's very good looking, yeah. and she's very talented, and she's amazing in Euphoria. I love her. Um, yeah. Um, Barbie Ferreira. I see that. That's a great pick. I used to have obsessions with certain female models slash actors actors and for a while I was obsessed with Haley Lou Richardson oh my god really yeah I don't know why I just was and then I watched Columbus recently which I oh, love now yeah I love. see I've been meaning to get to that um so I heard it's really I heard it's really good so. it's insane 
Can you cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think the computer hurt. Okay, anyway. You know, what, I'll I'll play through it. I'll I'll. Are you gonna play the whole thing? Actually, whatever. Is that? Anyway. But who, who's gonna listen to this? I know. I know. Anyway, literally Patrick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um. What was I saying? Before I said yeah. That? What What were you saying? I don't know. Um, I actually don't know. Oh my gosh, the wind, the wind is going off right now. A little girl is running towards us. But yeah, for me personally, I don't really, I don't think I have a specific celebrity in mind. I think oh, yeah, we're talking about Columbus. Oh yeah, Columbus. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah continue. You can yeah. Continue uh, I don't have a specific celebrity in mind to play me. I guess ethnicity-wise, it'd probably have to be Aquafina. Oh my god. Aquafina is a very great actress. No, I have it. Like an it's operatic ballad. Yo, match like oh grandma salad. <laughs> is it? She Yo, match manages Seven Eleven. Oh my goodness. My badge make girls. Um, it's his. She's a really good song I'm, called My Badge. Okay, yeah. noted. I'm gonna make sure to search that up after. But yeah, she makes music. Aquafina is a good. Did you actress. watch the farewell? Yes, I did. Oh my god, that's such. You know, it's inspired by Yee. Really? I, I literally I saw that. it and I, I searched. It, I was like, yeah, I knew it. What? The, the amount of scenes in like um hotel party, like the mm-hmm. the balloon. Oh, those you're like, right. You're right. I totally see that. Right? It's yeah. Like, I watched the farewell before I watched Yee. So oh, I watched Yee. Yeah, but um the farewell was very very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, no. And it was a turning point for Aquafina because Lulu Wang's masterpiece. Yes, she Aquafina had. She's like a predominantly um, comedic actress. Yeah, she was in Ocean's Eight, right? Ocean's Eight, yeah. I haven't watched anything else she's in. Though. Yeah, me neither. But she's a comedian, and that's her thing. And for her to turn to dramatic acting, that was uh, pretty commendable. It was just um, really nice to see a movie set in like. For me, it's quite familiar because it's yeah. Like, I agree. Chinese scenes. Yeah. <sighs> it's really good. Hot good acting. Yes. Um, yeah, you got a question? Um, I got a question for you. Um, well, I was just wondering what other films have you been watching recently? Oh my god. Oh my god. Last night, I watched The Freaking Lighthouse. Did you? I saw my, I saw my watch. Okay. I, I did not enjoy I, oh, it. Oh, really? I did not. Most people watch The Lighthouse and they're like, five out of five stars, best thing I've ever Wait, seen. Wait, I know it's... It's got a different um, aspect ratio, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. I'm fine with the aspect ratio. That's the only thing That's I fine know with me. It's like 6, 7, I think. What's the... Um, how long is it? It's like two hours long. What did and you watch it on? I watched it on my TV. Oh, you have Apple TV? Um, no. No, I just bought it on iTunes. I rented it. Because um. I couldn't find it anywhere else with, like, a good resolution. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I think, I think this movie should be worth the rent. But it wasn't? Um, I think... Visually, a hundred percent worth okay. the rent because it is a very beautiful. Well, I wouldn't say beautiful. It's <laughs> it's well shot. Okay. It's very well shot. Cinematography amazing. Nineteen seventeen should not have won. I I honestly think the lighthouse sh- I think was because, a little better than nineteen seventeen. I think it was because nineteen seventeen was supposed to look like it was one shot. Yeah, like Birdman. That's that's, that's the so main easy. thing. But like, um, I think visually. I would just say 
yeah. visually I would just say yeah I just got told off by a security guard again but yeah took <laughs> her mask off yeah same yeah visually the lighthouse I think is definitely um, definitely surpasses 1917 mm-hmm. and it is amazing and like every every frame looks like it could be like a very good picture every frame of painting mm-hmm hello <laughs> like child predators but yeah um the lighthouse story wise did not love it it's what is like it about? it's kind of like a a horror thriller situation it's basically from what i understood i think i was like maybe too dumb to understand it i don't know but a lot of it was like in this old sort of english and they were like speaking the old English. Shit. Yeah, not like fully old English. Like it was understandable, but sometimes I went on long rants with really? like words like your, <laughs> like your with your, and just like a bunch of other stuff like that. Like, um, and basically the storyline is just like there are these two guys who work at a lighthouse. Sure. One of them is older. He tends to the light. He's well, the other guy's boss. And the other guy, he just like does all the other dirty work, and the he's dirty like one. unhappy. Somebody's got to do it. Do you know that song? No. Nope. Austin Mahone. <laughs> oh my gosh, Austin Mahone. Haven't thought about him in a bit. But yeah, the the guy who's doing all the dirty work, he is not happy. He does not like being there. It's like shady. The lighthouse is really dark and dingy. Um, they have really. Do they live there? Yes. Uh, well, not in the lighthouse, but there's a house separate from it that's really close. And they have all these weird conversations. Oh, yeah, and basically the second guy, the younger guy, he just really wants to go and see the light in the lighthouse. But the older guy is like, no. Up there. Yeah, the oh. light is mine. You can't. <laughs> I tend to the light. And they would, like, have these full-on arguments. And, like, I don't know. But yeah, the guy really wanted to see the light. And I think he had like a mermaid fetish or something. What? Because he has like, there was like a mermaid like doll next to his bed and he kept looking at it. And one time he like jacked off to it. And like, and then, and then I don't know if this was like a real or a fever dream. But then I don't know if I, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I'm just going to talk about little moments. But he was like walking like um, by his house, like by the shore. And there was just like this mermaid lying down by the rocks, and he was like touching was her. It, I don't know who it was, but it's just oh. a mermaid, and he's like touching her face. And he just kept going downwards, and then the mermaid went, <laughs> started screaming, and the, her tail started going like that, and he freaking ran away. Robert Pattinson, he went. <laughs> it was Lindsay made running motion. <laughs> literally watching this, I was like, what? What's going on? Like, and oh my gosh, sounds kind of insane. I uh, know it's it's insane. I honestly think it's like more more weird than Midsummer. Oh, you, you know I there's, there's two movies which I have gone halfway through. Uh huh. Because first I couldn't Bohemian Rhapsody. I couldn't watch Ugh. the whole thing. And second of all, Midsummer. I was so scared that I couldn't. Midsummer finish was it. Midsummer was very hard to get through, but I think after watching it, I feel like I need to watch it again. Have you like, watched Hereditary? No, I have not. I'm meaning to get to that. I'm so, I, I, don't, I don't like. I mean, 
I don't scared, like, but I like, like horror movies. I, don't, I prefer not to watch horror movies. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I am scared. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm scared too. But I think I'm gonna have to get to it at some point because it seems it seems interesting. You know, you gotta go out of your comfort zone sometimes. But the lighthouse, it, it's not a five out of five for me. The whole plot was just like freaking oh both their names were tommy by the way what? so tommy small tommy was trying to get to the freaking lighthouse to touch the light and the guy was like no no tommy the light is mine yeah but yeah that was about it that and them having meals really yeah oh, and old english what the heck yeah and the old guy old tommy just kept like calling young tommy a dog really? and like like in a in a offensive way. And young Tommy was like, Don't call me a dog anymore. My name Did he say it like that or did he say it in old English? Old English. Oh, it was yeah. like it was it's just twisty turny language. <laughs> Tom seems so happy. He's like Yeah, and you're don't don't call me. Yeah? Something like that. And it was like a very weird, like heavy accent that I could yeah. not place. Yeah. Uh, I think you should watch it for yourself to see how it is. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'll an, see. it's an it's an experience. You know what? I recommend seeing it to make your own judgment. But mm. for me personally, it was like it was a lot. It was it it, it just overwhelmed me. I was just sitting in my bed in the dark. You um, have a TV in your room? Yeah, it's it's very old. It's uh. like the old TV that um, we had literally since like two thousand nine or something. Mm. But that just still works. Mm. So. And it's pleasant. But yeah, the lighthouse, you know, make your own judgments. Um, yeah. Um, let me think of other, should we have, let's see, let's see where our timing is at right now. Oh my gosh. If that freaking thing cut off. Oh my God, we're oh at 57 God. minutes? <laughs> We've really been going at it. Okay. I mean, wait, I'll just say what I've been watching recently. Okay. Yeah. So I went on a Studio Ghibli like kick. Ooh. I watched like three in two days, mm -hmm. and then I watched. Um, oh yeah, and then I watched Before Sunrise, and I watched Before Sunset. Oh, before and Sunrise. Then halfway through Before Midnight. Okay, literally same with the sunset stuff. Um, I I haven't gone through the full um, Before Midnight thing yet, yeah, but I, I watched know. the it's other just, two. It's very different. Yeah. It's I, so like studio now, but mm -hmm. it's nice. To, it's cute. Yeah, before sunrise, definitely my favorite yeah. out of sunrise and sunset. I think sunset is also very well made, but I think um, seeing sunrise for the first time was just like really mind blowing Have you seen it multiple to me. Times? Um, no, I've only yeah. seen it once, okay. but I think, I think, appearing it it appearing to me for the first time was just insane. Just like the way their conversations flowed was really beautiful. It was the way that our podcast is flowing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally, we could be a movie right now. Like, someone record us. Tarantino, my feet are right here. Oh my god. Yeah, honestly, I think I should be in a movie. I just haven't been discovered yet. I'm very talented. I'm smart. Oh my god, intelligent. You are so right about the fact that um, the nice guys, like, Tarantino literally stole oh from the nice guys. Yeah. For once okay. Time, like, I don't know if he saw the nice guys or not, but that, it's the whole very, nice very guys similar. vibe, like, yeah. And Margaret Coyley, Qualley. Yeah, he just stole, picked like, her up and too. copied and pasted. I know. Once upon, once upon a time in Hollywood. How do you feel about that? 
Um, it's very beautiful. Like, to me, it was very jumbly. I watched mm-hmm. it in cinemas with my sister, and I, you know, when you come out of a film, sometimes you're like, mm-hmm. wow, that was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I came out of that film like the the only reason I thought it was really cool was the um, how they managed to just like transport us back into mm-hmm. a different time. Yeah, but I just thought. It was too much. Mm-hmm. I, I, I the feel script that. was just it was, all over the it place. It was all over the place. I watched that with Patrick. Patrick was not pleased. <laughs> Patrick, was, we were we were in the theater and Patrick was like not having it. Patrick, it was one year ago, right? Yeah. yeah. I because I bring I bring Patrick to. I like to go to the movies by myself because I don't know. It's just pleasant, I guess. I don't mind it. Um, and when I have to bring someone, I'll bring Patrick. I guess you know. <laughs> we'll watch some fun things together. But yeah, I I did not enjoy it. I think I most of the storyline has been lost on me right now, and I, I feel know. like I'm all trying to think. The only yeah. thing I remember is like a pool blowing up. Or yeah, something. and the Mansons. The Mansons oh, were like yeah. the the killer family. Were oh no, to- you know I do remember Margaret Robbie's um, Margot, not Margaret. Margot, <laughs> Margaret Robbie, Margot Robbie's uh, outfits. Oh yeah, That's yeah yeah, they were good. The but white boots. Story wise, it was not good, and like. I think half, I just barely understood it. Like, I, I knew what they were saying, but the storyline just didn't really make sense to me, you know, while I was watching it, because it, it was, was it just trying to be, like, everything in Hollywood is interconnected? Is that what they're trying I, to say? I think so. Because I didn't really get anything from yeah. it. It seemed, it seemed very Oscar bait, I, I think, because, yeah. um, the Oscars like those type of movies. They eat that shit up. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Quentin Tarantino. I think um, I haven't watched a lot of his movies, but he's he's. I haven't watched any. No, I'm not gonna lie. We're so unqualified. Yeah, we're okay. <laughs> you know what? We're making good picks. We we aren't sticking to the classes. Yeah, the classics. No, we're trying to do. We're trying to be original. Yeah, we're different. You you guys have probably heard of fucking um, what has he done? Pulp Fiction a million times. Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill a million times. But we're here, we're out here talking about Boy State. Boy State, who's heard of that? <laughs> who's heard of that shit? Actually, oh. you know, props to A24, they've been putting out some I know. films. I know. I want to watch Waves. Waves? I heard it was bad. Really? I heard it was like very just sort of forced coming of age. I can, I mean, that's sad because the trailer looks good, but mm-hmm. I can sort of understand that. Because the soundtrack, mm-hmm. I, I read about the soundtrack, it's very, like, you know, Frank mm-hmm. Ocean, SZA, mm-hmm. The Weeknd, like, it's, you know, that kind of, like, vibe. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, Alexa Demi. Mm-hmm. Or Demi oh, yeah. Love her. Yep. Like, maybe they're trying to make it forced indie teen. <laughs> I'm just gonna splat. <laughs> I'm, like, scared for him. Oh, oh. Oh, my gosh. These scooter children have moved. Are they gonna collide? What if I just came out here and brought my scooter? I'll bring it back from um, school next time. But yeah. Oh yeah. What were you saying? But no, I just like I. I think it's. It could be. It could seem like it's forced. Mm-hmm. And it's very like. I feel like it's a. I don't want to be mean because I haven't actually seen it. But I feel like it's. It didn't manage to do what Euphoria did. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen it. How can I say <laughs> that? I haven't seen it. I, I think. I, like, I, I kind of just judge movies based on, like, a lot of reviews as well. Mm. So, I think I'll see it at some point, but I think given what I've seen on Letterboxd with all the film connoisseurs, yeah. you know, 
not super high hopes, but we'll see. Oh my god, can we talk about? Because I really was gonna watch um, an Agnes Varda film. Oh. How was the one that you watched? Um, Cleo from Five to Seven. I've watched three of her films so far. Mm-hmm. I've watched Cleo from Five to Seven. I've watched the short documentary Black Panthers, and I've watched. Um, oh, Black Panthers. Yeah, and I've watched. What's that one? Oh, Faces Places, which was another documentary, which was which came pretty much later on. Like she's old at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, Cleo from Five to Seven, it was very good. I don't want to give away too much. Um, if you're gonna watch in the future, I probably will. Yeah. It was very good. I will probably watch it. I really enjoyed it. Um, especially, I you know, I don't watch a lot of old, super old movies. I'm just trying to get into it recently. I watched The, umbla- the Umbrella of the Cherbourg. Oh. It's the one no. La La Land was based off. Really? Um, not based off, but like, uh, what's his name? Damien. What's his name? Damien Chazelle. No, really. Took a lot of inspiration from it. Okay, I'll have to. I'll have to see it was, that. It's completely it. sung. Mm. Every single piece of dialogue is sung. Mm. But what? Yeah. Really? Every single word spoken is sung. Alexander but it's really Hamilton. Cute. <laughs> My name is Alexander Hamilton. Did you ever? Were you ever at Hamilton? No, song? I never I was. had a Ham- Hamilton. Phase. I was. I had a La La Land phase and I had a Harry Styles phase, but that was about it. I had a phase where I would play Planetarium when I was like doing my skincare. No, <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. It was so nice. It was in Hangzhou. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. I would play La. I would play La La Land all the time in Hangzhou. But yeah, I'm um, surprised you didn't use it for one of your um, piano, or whatever. I do obviously. I have I have played it. I've played no, I have the Lawland piano bug. No, for for one of the things, one of the performances. Oh, on Snapchat. No, on I went for like mouths at all. Oh my Sir, those those had to be original pieces. But you did you use Westworld. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, the thing is not everyone watches Westworld. I know, I don't I don't think many people do. Everyone fucking watches Lawland, so I'd be called out. I, and you know what? I'll tell you. I adapted some of it to make it easier on my fingers. You know, some of them were like, huh? were like out there. Were like for people with really large hands. But yeah, um, we strayed. I don't think this is very interesting for our listeners. Oh yeah, I don't. Sorry guys. Yeah, Cleo from five to seven. We'll talk about that. Um, Avar, um Agnes Varda. I think she's a very good filmmaker. Um, I I think. Um, I wish more people knew about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I Cleo from Five to Seven is very atmospheric. I would say um, it takes place in like 1950s, 60s France, um, Paris, and she shows a lot of like a lot of the scenery from that time. And it's it's actually supposed to look like it was shot in real time. Um, yeah. It's about um, a woman's journey um, throughout um, an hour and a half. Um, she basically um, is worried that she has cancer and she's waiting for her um, full diagnosis. And it just shows what she's doing throughout that time, oh. um, what she's going through. It's very interesting. And I don't know, she has a lot of um, interesting um, interactions with others. And I think she also sort of goes through a bit of a transformative journey personally as she meets different people and 
as she has conversation more less shallow conversations True. because she starts off very self-absorbed um because she's um she's a singer she thinks she's a star she thinks she's everything but i think <laughs> i remind you of somebody <laughs> through the Throughout the thing, she becomes better. She's a little bit... She's annoying at first. Oh. She's an MS. You know? Yes. The human on video. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah, no. She's an MS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She becomes better. Which is good. And I, I like the ending. Um, sure. I can't say anything, but yeah. Agnes Varda. Yeah. Black Panther. Um, it was also... It was a short documentary about... Um, kind of... Based on the civil rights movement, well, not really. Um, it was just about like, yeah, the civil rights movement. There's a guy that got arrested. I forget his name. I think his name was like Hermit something, and um, he was a black advocate that got arrested and put in prison. Um, and there's just like this whole like outrage within the black community, and they're just coming out to like protest to like give speeches on the subject and like um you know advocate for the release of oh his name was huey 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 yeah. p newton yes huey p newton um yeah and i think it was very interesting especially that i think yeah it, again it's atmospheric like oh um, it's 30 minutes yeah yeah okay. it's very short agnes varda makes good atmospheric movies that make you feel like you're in that time, like mm. in that environment, and I think it was very powerful, and I enjoyed it. It was a good thirty-minute doc. Yeah, yeah, and I think now's about a good time for us to wrap it up. I guess. Um, any last remarks? Remarks? You know, things going on. Just random, random thoughts. Random thoughts. I'm just wondering if it's gonna rain. But oh, yeah. look at those I don't. Clouds. I checked the weather. I don't think it's raining. Yeah. I wish I could skateboard anyway. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, no, no. I wish I could roller skate. Roller oh skate. My oh my god. I think I'd, I'd be good at roller skating. I would I, too. Like, I, I. You know what? You're not allowed to roller skate here, though. The security oh. guards will call, they'll call you out. But you can scoot? Yeah, I know, right? I think it's just like an. They're just like. They have something against adults. Like, children, they can just do what they want. Small children, like, whatever. They can mm. scoot. But everyone else, no. Yeah, party yeah. poopers. Um, party poopers. In the for house me, tonight. we're gonna have a, like a sign off. Oh yeah. Um, I guess I'll just like. What's a what's a recommendation you have for, for our for our viewers? What? Uh, our listeners, just like anything. Send us something that you think we should end the podcast with. Oh yes, I agree. Also, we should. We should start a Q&A sort of thing on Instagram. Are we going to? Okay, let's finish this. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Thank you for listening, fellow film. Fellow. Fellow, fellow film phonies. Yeah, our listeners. Um, our film phonies. This has been the Two Girls, One, one film. film Podcast. Tune in next week for more. Thank you very much.
This has been the Two Girls, One Film podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.